Oh, buddy. Yeet, fool. Yeet. 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 <laughs> Is that what the kids say? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're like so like dope and yeet and stuff. <laughs> so drip. <laughs> drip. <laughs> I sound so old right now. Is that a is that a real one? Did you just make drip up? No, it's real. I'm out of the but loop. But I'm, I'm probably using it wrong because I'm like 80 years old. That's <laughs> what so the young kids say, Phil. We got to keep this show modern, you know, like keep it to the ute. The ute. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Drum Brigade podcast. I'm Corey Kingston. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're a legend. Thank you, Davey. Thank you, Davey. Um, this is why you're a true drummer, Corey. That's what I'm saying, dude. Uh, over there in Phil's castle, what's the hassle? The one, the only, fantastic, funky Phil Pardell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a legend. I'm Just a legend. Zooming it up today. Zooming it up today because we're being safe, Phil pandemic's over yeah you're going to you're flying to chicago yeah yeah we'll get into all that a little bit later but yes i am doing another fly out it's not worth the risk and i just well Corey's not leaving his house today at all no uh, i already i dude i just got back from a bike ride two flat tires two what? Flat tires. yeah yeah almost was late um dang after it rains it's been stormy over here after it rains, almost always you get a flat tire because everything's on the ground now. Oh. So, yeah, uh, that sucked. And then I didn't change my inner tube. I just pulled the sticker out, and then I have, like, slime in my inner tube, so that, like, is supposed to stop the leak. Whoa. So I just had a CO2 cartridge and filled it up with air and continued my ride. And then I, like, got – I stopped at a stoplight, and I was like, Whoa. My tire's flat again. And it's the front tire. So you like, if you have to turn abruptly, you're going over the bars. Oof. So I like just went straight as straight can be. You feel every bump in the road. And then I went to a gas station and filled that mug up again and then rode home and still didn't change the inner tube, rode all the way home. And then that mug was flat again. Dang it. So I just walked it up the driveway and left it on the bike rack and said, how to do this. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Corey <laughs> Kingston. Thank you. Um, so this is the Drum Brigade podcast. This is episode 133. We are happy to be here. I mean, thrilled. Yeah. We're just thrilled. Um, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, we're just, we're here to do, a, you know, a service to you guys, which is this wonderful, wonderful podcast all right. all right yeah thank you so um uh drum brigade it's uh all about camaraderie over competition uh it's all about belonging acceptance in our drum community and uh we believe that we live by that we do that we support that and um the way that you can support that is one listening to this podcast leaving us a review being like, this is the best drum podcast out there. It's I like just dope. love, yeah, this drum podcast is like dope, fools. <laughs> and um, 
Funky Phil and his just wonderful voice is so soothing. And Corey's soapbox is just so funny and so great. I would recommend it to anybody. You know, leave that a review. And then we'll be like, high five, bro. Um, and then, like, you know, you can buy our merch. That supports camaraderie over competition. One, I mean, just like dope merch out there. Just like dope. Okay. Um, so you can support that. And um, you can take lessons from me or Funky Phil. You can come see us when we play. You can shake our hands, you know, high five us. Be like, man, I'm part of the brigade. And yeah. we'll be like, dude, what else is there in life? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying today, Phil. This is all going to make sense once I once we get into it. Uh, one more thing on a serious note. Um, uh, so our buddies, John and Jeremy, John from Revolution Drum and uh, Jeremy from Q Drums, they're both fighting cancer right now. And, um, you know, the struggle is very real. And so um, we're trying to help them out. They both have GoFundMes. Um, and they're both trying to raise money for their cancer treatments. Um, and they're, they're a big part of our drum community. Um, Jeremy from Q has built drums for some of the biggest names out there and, um, you know, does a lot for the drum community. And then John has built some of the best products. He invented the head armor cases and, and the chopping block practice pad and firefly drum key and all kinds of cool stuff. He's done a lot for our show. Um, he's one of the only companies, John's one of the only guys that has sponsored this show, uh, when nobody else would. And he's, he helped me a lot with chops and coffee. So, um, it's time to give back to those guys, man. They, they need our support. They need our help. So, um, they are, they both have uh, GoFundMes if you guys want to support that, but also, um, big fat snare drum has come in and, uh, they are ma they made um, like a, a one of a kind one off shirt to support them, and it's like you can't destroy. It's like a, I think it's a take. I don't know if it's a collaboration with um, Destroy a Drum that that like apparel company for drummers, but they it, it's kind of like taken off of that. So it's like you can't destroy, and then it has like their logo of the kick drum. You can't destroy John and Jeremy. It's really cool. Um, so that's coming out in a few days on the fifteenth. And you'll be able to get that. So, and then all proceeds go to John and Jeremy. So, man, please go and pick up that shirt. It's a really cool shirt. I'm gonna get one, and um, it supports a really good cause and two really two people that have really done a lot for our community and made some amazing stuff um, for our community. So these dudes are our brothers, and um, it's yeah, we gotta support them when they need it. And we hope those guys beat this fight. Um, you know, it's this is a scary situation. So. Um, but yeah, two, two good guys. So support those dudes. If you can, please, it goes, even a dollar goes a long ways. Um, you know, so whatever you can do helps. All right. Funky Phil, you ready? Yeah. Let's get into it. Oh, buddy. Listen to this, Phil. you drink what is that brown sauce that's my first cup of coffee my first drip of caffeine in two weeks two weeks yes you haven't had coffee since i saw you yes 
Whoa. Tuesday on the last Tuesday show that we, I mean, last Monday show that we did was my last cup of coffee. Why? Actually, no, on Tuesday was my last cup of coffee. How come? Uh, I needed to take a break. My doctor told me I needed to take a break. Um, I went in for something else. I was feeling like super down and, and jacked up. And I was an allergy from something else. Um, I had buddies over for like a jam and we had some drinks. And one of the drinks I had messed me up, dude, throughout like my allergy valve in my body. Whoa. And uh, so I was like super down in the dumps. I was like, my brain was just out. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I had no motivation. I was jacked up. And I went to the uh, doctor to uh, also do this. I went in and so wife and I are planning a, a trip, started kind of working out to kind of just try to get back in shape for my tour and uh, went to the park. You know, they have like little exercise things that you could do and um, pull up bars and like push up bars. And, and then I don't know what it is where it's like two bars that are parallel and then you're like you you pull push yourself up and then you like go down and push yourself up and go down and push yourself up. Mm-hmm. Well, I did one of those and the first one I did, I think I did it like cold and wasn't like warmed up, but the first one I did, I felt like a pop in my chest. No. Like I busted a rib out of place or something. And I tore something in there. So I haven't been able to do any of my like normal exercises or go to the gym except for riding bikes because my my chest was all out of whack. So that's why I went to him. He's like a chiropractor, like kinesiologist kind of guy. And he worked on my chest. But then I was like, dude, I'm just like not feeling good. I'm feeling like something's coming on. Like I'm super down and depressed. And and I'm like, and this is me after a double espresso. And then he's like, how much coffee do you drink? I'm like, um, like two cups a day, like a double espresso and then like an iced coffee, like maybe in the afternoon for a pick me up. But I also wasn't saying that I also have like this natural energy drink. Like I drink a lot of caffeine, dude. (laughs) And uh, so he's like, I think it's time that you like take a break from caffeine. And so I'm like, no, like I have a special relationship with coffee. It's like sometimes why I wake up. (laughs) <laughs> like it's what gets me out of bed like oh man a nice good cup of coffee oh here we go oh, my Let's brother was day. saying the exact same thing the other day dude oh so <laughs> i made the mistake not realizing how much coffee i actually drink i made the mistake of just stopping cold turkey oh my gosh are you for real yeah you must and i that must i didn't awful. like wean myself dude I was dying for like at least a week. I was dying all at like all two, like two weeks ago, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was a mess, dude, mm. like pounding headache as tired as like, I was a zombie, like as tired as you could be like no motivation, just in bed, like in severe pain. Like, like I thought I had the flu. Damn. Like my, my skin hurt. Like my, my body was aching so bad. Your skin hurt? Skin. My skin was hurting. Damn. Yes, like clothes were hurting my body. <laughs> and like I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I was just like, I don't, I don't know what. I thought I had to go to the hospital. 
Like I was like, something's wrong, man. I don't know if like I'm I don't know if I'm having a stroke. I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm in such pain. Like I thought I had like fibromyalgia or something. <laughs> I was like, every point of my body is hurting. And like I just woke up, I like ate some blueberries and then took ibuprofen. And then that made me like feel like I could go to sleep again. And then finally it wore off after a week. And then I was like, fine. Like I didn't even really even need coffee. Like I felt like I just had the normal, like I love the boost, like the little pick me up that you get. Yeah. But I had enough energy to go on bike rides and do my lessons and do all that stuff. Complete my day with no caffeine at all. Yeah. It's nice when you can get off of it for a bit, but man. I, you so, got to wean yourself for sure. For <laughs> sure. Next time, dude, I'm going to wean myself. Cause that was the stupidest thing. Yeah. Last time I think I did, I like reduced the number of cups. I think it took like a week or two. The, the process I did where I just reduced the amount of coffee and then switched to like black tea and then green tea and then oh. just herbal tea and, and, and to still give me some, you know, pleasant yeah. warm drink to have and then yeah i tried I that was good but it's nice when you get off of it and you just feel like a functioning human being as yeah. soon as you wake up <laughs> well i didn't realize how much coffee like gives me a little bit of anxiety because like i sometimes i get this from my mom but sometimes i wake up in the middle of the night like full of like in a cold sweat like full of anxiety how heart pounding like you know like i don't know what i i don't know and then it's hard for me to go back to sleep so mm. like i i have like these sleep drops that my wife uses uh monate sleep drops and monate energy amazing amazing i use monate energy before i go on stage with gogol and pff, boost dude boost nice. mode and they're all vegan but the sleep drops are great because you don't feel drowsy in the morning so you just and it knocks you out huh um but yeah so I think that's related to coffee because I was, I, I, I still woke up, like I woke up last night with like some anxiety and I couldn't go back to sleep, but, uh, I didn't realize how much I was drinking coffee and how much it wasn't really doing anything for me. Yeah. It was just making you, know? you feel no normal. <laughs> yeah. Or it was just like making me feel jittery. And I like that. I, I like that feeling. But yeah. it didn't really, it doesn't really help me like on bike rides and stuff. It doesn't really like I would, I would drink coffee in the morning, every single morning, no matter what, drinking coffee. And then like, you know, after the afternoon, like I eat breakfast or whatever, dude, another cup of coffee. Or if I'm going to a, to the, to the, to the, to a gig, iced coffee for the drive there so that I'm like amped up and I'm, I'm thinking this iced coffee is going to get me through this four hour gig, but it doesn't, it just makes me feel anxious about sitting in traffic. Mm. you know so yeah. i love coffee though it's it's wonderful so i did have a couple decafs just to like have the taste um and uh you know like i went to a real proper coffee shop on wednesday on a saturday like the best coffee dude the best coffee in escondido Ooh. i don't remember what it's called but it was so good and i got a decaf and i think there was a little bit of caffeine in that because i felt a little like whoo after it but it was delicious yeah doesn't decaf have still just a little tiny tiny bit i don't know i could be wrong on that depends on where you get it. i think if you get like a starbucks decaf it has like a little bit because their yeah. their coffee is pretty strong huh but man wonderful but anyways that's why i'm like i just had my and this is a half calf i'm like weaning myself back into coffee so mm. 
I'm I'm not going to drink coffee tomorrow. And then I'm going to drink coffee on Wednesday because we're we have like this volunteer thing that we're doing and it's super early in the morning. And then we I'm not drinking Thursday, not drinking Friday, but then Saturday I'm going to be in Chicago and that's when I'm going to drink a regular like espresso or americano or something like that. Full blast. Full blast. <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's the thing. So uh yeah, um going to Chicago. We got added on Riot Fest, so we're playing Riot Fest this coming Saturday. The Gooch is going to be there. Oh, yes. What? He's playing on Friday. Who's Tosh he? the Drummer is going to be there, also playing Saturday. Nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're, we're gonna, it's just going to be a brigade reunion. If we can get Whitney Shea on the bill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe next time. I don't know if she fits Riot Fest. <laughs> That's the thing with her, yeah. dude. It's like... I guess there's okay. So like, if you guys know that band, um, say Ferris, there is already like a re- edgy red, bright red haired girl like that sings. She's not a, re- a real redhead, but she dyes her hair like Whitney's, like bright, bright, bright red. Yeah. So I guess like if she did like a ska bluesy ska band with a little bit more edge. It's the thing with her though, dude. She did blues, but like if she did the blues, ser- seriously. <laughs> she did like a woman's activist blues band like a like a uh feminist edgy blues band though like not distorted guitars but you know what i'm saying like a blues rock thing and she she would kill that i mean she'd th- probably be major i think she kills what she does she does <laughs> she's trying she- to be the queen of blues no, she's not. They just keep... isn't she though. I don't think so. She, they keep giving her awards or whatever for that, or they have. But she does. I think she does a a, a pretty diverse variety of stuff between blues. I ain't and, trying to. And I ain't trying to change her. And some funky stuff and. Yeah, I ain't trying some, to like, change R&B her. She's definitely and... doing something right because she's she knows she's she's got it going on. Did you did you do the um, Adams Avenue thing? No, that's um. I think we're doing that the twenty fifth. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I wish Shuffle and Bang could do it. Me too. I really want to push for it next week. Next I want to do a split bill with you, or like play percussion with your band. <laughs> oh, I might take you up on that, Phil. I might I mean, take I'm you no, up on that. I know really... Steve Haney. But I know, I but would, you I just got to get my best. You just got to get some. La- you got Latin rhythms for days, though. That's all we need. And then you need to like do that with the like kibasa thing. Oh yeah, you got that. You got that. You got it, dude. I don't have a. I need to get a kibasa. I don't have one. All right. Don't hate me. I would love it. Could you? Would you wear a suit though? Yeah. Would you wear a nice, cool guy hat? Yeah. If you have fedora? one. Fedora. Um. Okay. If you make me wear a fedora. As long as I don't Dang. look like Jason Mraz. I just don't want to look like Jason Mraz. Yeah, I don't want Jason Mraz in the band. <laughs> uh, I think, dude, could you imagine Funky Phil and Corey Kingston on the same stage? That would be a hoot. Dang, dude, the world's not ready. Woo. The world is not ready. <laughs> That's what we'd be like, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> All the whole, that's all we need to do, dude. That's all we need to do. 
You know? You know, how do you work on that? So I'm staying, dude. <laughs> uh, what's going on, Funky Phil? I've been just talking about coffee all this time because I'm amped right now. Amped. Um, nothing. I just actually got back last night. I, I did a trip really? up to the Bay Area for... Um, what? Yeah, well, my uncle died uh, like a month oh, ago yeah. from throat cancer. And, uh, Sorry to hear that. Sorry. Yeah, it was a big bummer, man. He's such a he's such a great dude you know he's one of those guys that just always he had so many people called him best friend you know and so many people looked up to him he's a great dad you know like rock star husband they're just you know he just he's gone too soon you know yeah Mm. but it it was really it was a really pleasant trip up there with my dad my brother and um the celebration of life was great. There was like, you know, they had to stop. They had to stop people from telling stories because there were so many people that wanted to tell fond memories of yeah. of him and stuff. And uh, I got to see my aunt. And while I was up there, I got to go to to this um, wonderful microphone company's headquarters that wow. I've, I've been working with. They they make um, Roswell Pro Audio mics and this other like DIY company, they're Mike parts. They're kind of the same company, but hmm. I got to stop by there and say hi to them and see, see where they do stuff. And I got a couple new mics. Very cool. And Dang. what else? I've what been... kind of mics though? Condenser mics? Yeah. Oh man. For overheads or just for like room mics? <laughs> well, let me show you. So I got these for Tom's. Let me see. This is a mic Dang, parts. You're so serious about this. A mic parts Tom mic that they make specifically for Toms. Look at that. Oh. Yeah. Those are real deal. Yeah, I know you can't see it, but it's a those of you yeah. listening, it's a condenser mic. It's Dang, not it's nice like mic. a medium it's a medium capsule size, so it's not like a, a really large capsule, but it... it uh, have you I, already recorded with them? No, I just got home last night, so I haven't... Uh, I might get... I might try them out today, but they... Yeah, they're, like, good. But, I mean, you know, they, they actually have... I was going to say they're good studio mics, from what I understand, but um, the band Little Feet actually has, like, a whole full stock of mic parts and Roswell mics touring with them nice. on, on stage, so... I got that. I got a couple of those, and then um, yeah, I got a new dope. room mic because one of my I was using this this bunk room mic that was okay. Had too much self noise. Now let me ask you this though: Are you gonna get rid of your current overheads or like condensers, or are you just keeping? You're just gonna have an arsenal of mics. Well, I've got other overheads. This is a room mic. Uh, um, oh. but this mic you can use on like anything it's called the mini k47 they remind me of the the monheims too like they they, they look yeah like, like similar to that style great quality i mean you just get they they sound phenomenal especially like they they punch like way above their price range they're like yeah they sound like mics that could easily cost two to three times as much yeah that's cool but, um, I need to get new overheads. I've been saying for years I want to get a pair of Monheim overheads, like condenser mics, because I just use one overhead right now, and I don't have a pair. 
Yeah. But I don't I don't have a studio anymore and I don't do any recording. So I feel like if I needed to do recording, I would just like if I needed to track drums, I'm either going to track demos from my house on electronic drums. And if I really need to track drums, then I'm just going to go to your house if I can. I'm just going to ask you to use your home studio and just cut that into the deal. I'd, I'd be down. That'd be fun. I'd track some Corey drums. Um, Yeah, I think, I mean, I I don't know if you're all right with that, but that's kind of how I'm seeing it. I'm like, basically, I can offer my services in two ways. I can track it like this at home. Like I just tracked drums last podcast I was talking about tracking drums in the morning for somebody's like demo thing. It came out super great. Everyone was happy. It did still sound a little robo-ish. So that means I'd need to get like um, easy drummer or superior drummer, but yeah, I don't know. And, um, but yeah, or I'm just going to track real live drums on pristine microphones and nice sounding tuned drums at your house. Yeah. If you're all right with it. I'm super down. I, I would like to talk price. But can you track full bands there? Um, I I don't know. I mean, it depends. It depends on the situation and how many mics. I don't. I don't have a ton of uh, simultaneous inputs. But I see. And, you know, it depends on how elaborate of a drum mic setup you want and how many other instruments. If we did stuff. shuffle and bang like at your house, it's far though for everybody to go to Fallbrook. Yeah, we did. We did it with a few. We did every horn. Three horns had their own mic, and then we had a like a kick drum mic, and I think a out front mic to cap capture drums and percussion. We didn't even really mic percussion, and then bass and piano. Yeah, you even have a real piano. Dang! And is it like slightly out of tune? Very slightly. We just had it tuned and serviced oh, and stuff. Oh man! But it's we, it's an upright, so it's not like a, a oh, brand or anything. But um, dude, I might be hitting you up to record some stuff at your house. Oh gosh, pressure's <laughs> on. I've never, I've, I haven't really done much like full band simultaneous tracking. Well, it's but not I'm even down a to try. I'm down to try. It's, it's not even a problem, <laughs> dude. We're just we'll just hang out and like, I don't know. I could. We're, we want free though, free studio service. Oh yeah, of course. That's we the standard rate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And your engineering too is free. Yeah, and mixing and mastering. Yeah, I'll do okay. it all. Well, I'm glad we had to have an understanding. I have a real Fender Rhodes too. Oh, what? Yeah. Phil, you can we just? Can, do you know how to play it? I mean, I can. I can play it. A little bit. I'm no. I would not consider myself a pianist, but I can. I know how to play chords and okay. rhythmic stuff. What if me and Anthony Smith and Melvin came over and recorded? Um, that could probably work. <sighs> I got some ideas, dude. I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, don't I'm, have any money. I'm down to try stuff. I, you know. The I'm problem a, is I'd be too scared because you're in the room and you're a fabulous drummer. And then I'd be like, I can't play, right? I can't play jazz with these guys. Oh, just have Phil up. play jazz. Oh, shut just up. Ha <laughs> just have Phil do it. <laughs> um, so um, I also got a new microphone. What? But it's not like yours, like not like crazy. So I played a gig on Saturday. Um, no. I played a gig on Friday 
and it was um yeah it was just it was just whatever it was it was just a gig i'll get into it later because i do have a soapbox Mm. but um so i bought my my porter and davies thing everybody calls it a butt kicker but that's not what it is um it's a whole different level yes um and i've been having trouble with that because okay so I have the Shore kick drum mic. I don't remember what it's called. B, 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 uh, 52? Yeah, 52. 52. Um, it's old. I've used it on probably hundreds of gigs now. And the Y, like if you pull out the XLR, the wires like kind of come out. So I have to have it. Fi- I want to have it re soldered and everything fixed up so that it it's. Are the proper. connections busted? Did the. No, it still works. You're probably just missing this. The set screw probably fell out. I'm missing the set screw for sure. But I also want to have it gone through and resoldered and make sure that everything is kosher. Man, those are great. I don't, yeah, yeah. So, so, but I've noticed that when you run the, when you run a kick line to the Porter and Davies amp, then you run the line to your, you know, if I just run it to my kick mic to that amp and plug everything in it's not super powerful it's not like i have to turn it up really really loud then it's like redlining on the amp so i'm like ah man it's not like as powerful as i it used to be like maybe i've just gotten used to it well then i played this gig where they just ran me a sub line the sound guy ran a sub mix to that yeah and immediately the kick was like how it's supposed to feel it felt like big and bassy and like it was great and it wasn't redlining at all Mm. so i was like maybe that kick mic has gone bad because the wires are like out maybe i'm just like maybe it's shorting out so they were using a different mic they were using a completely different mic an audix d6 Mm. and so i'm like i'm gonna try to get a new mic maybe that's it well, so I, sorry, go ahead. I went to the worst place on earth, guitar center. Yes, I know. Mm. And picked one up before my gig on Saturday. And ran it through the same line, ran it through the, just a kick mic to the, you know. Did you get the same mic? No, I got a different mic. I got, I got, it's the same price, but the one that I got the same mic that he was using. What mic? The Audix D6. Oh, sorry. You already said that. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I got that one. And because all my other drum mics are Audix. So I was like, well, and I really like the way he made it feel and sound. So I was like, I'm going with that one. I, I've always loved the Beta 52 or whatever for yeah. sure. I've always loved that mic. But I'm like, I'm going to try a D6 since all my other drum mics are Audix and I really like them. So he's like, yeah, man. And if you, if, if you don't like it, put it on your floor tom man it sounds great and then i have that 16 inch floor tom with a kick mic on it so i'm like oh that's a good idea but it wasn't it it was a there was a difference there was a difference it was punchier it was like slightly better but not much what and this in this situation you're plugging the mic directly into your porter and davies yes okay yeah so I've realized that if the sound guy can give you a line for, as a subwoofer instead of running a sub behind you, he just gives you a line to that. Yeah, it's great. 
But if you're just running it to from your kick to your, you know, throne or your amp, it's not powerful enough. I mean, it is power. You can turn it all the way up and it's powerful, but it's, you, it's, do you have it's not like, EQ'd. Do you have a little personal mixer? Yeah. Because part of it is probably um, it's when they're go- when they're taking it from the front of house <clears throat> or, you know, the sound, the soundboard, they're they're probably EQing the mic and they're probably they might be sending you just the lows. Like if it's if they're just sending you the sub, it might not even have some of the highs in the signal. So you might be just getting the the low end and also um you know i don't know if they're compressing it but also they it could be some of it is they're they're sending it back to you at a higher output yeah that's what i was thinking so i don't know how the porter and davies mic preamp is and it's funny um, like i would turn it up past where i normally turn it up and it wasn't redlining at all when he was sending me a line like, yeah not at all so well they might be compressing it uh, when they send it back i don't know Great. It was such a big difference. But I'll say this, dude, like if I'm playing just some janky wedding and I need to plug it in and like it's still I'm I'm like I'm I'm picking at straws like I'm complaining over nothing because like with the new mic and all of that stuff, plugging it in, it still like kicks you in the butt. You know, and then like I turned it off and tried to play like a song without it. And I was like, okay, so it is doing its job and it's not redlining. It is doing its job because I noticed a drastic difference. I have just gotten used to using it. Yeah. But I don't think I need that mic. So I'm going to take that mic back. I like it a lot, but yeah. I'm just going to take it back. And I'll, like, I feel like you should try run, just take t- t- taking one of your mixers at your house and running, mm-hmm. running the mic into that and then taking the output from that to your or a monitor send into your Porter and Davies and try tweaking stuff and see if you can get it to yeah. do what you want like that. I always could, have a little mixer with me. I yeah. always, it's like, it's, I have it, it's sitting, it's like, it's part of like my rig that I bring. And I, it's just in the box that I, that the case that I have like my in-ears and stuff in, I don't know why I do that. And I was thinking that too, like, you know, they're probably giving me a higher output, and that's why it sounds good. And I could probably just run my kick into this mixer and then run the mixer into the line out or line in instead of the kick drum mic. And that would give me a bigger b- bump. Yeah. So, but it's, it's still like, like I said, it's so easy to set up as much as I want to keep that new mic and just have two kind of kick drum mics. So if I have to ever have to run a, a floor Tom mic, but like, uh, whatever, I'll get one later. All right, Funky Phil. Well, well, actually, there's a couple more things before I get really into it. Uh, supposed to. Man, I shouldn't announce this to the world, but because I don't like saying things until it's already happening. But I'm supposed to pick up Minos on Wednesday. No, Thursday. What? Picking up Minos. So From not Center. brand new ones. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not brand new ones. The guy that I've known for years, the guy that I, I kind of grew up with him, he buys and sells drums and um, he has, he put together a full set because he knows I really wanted Minos, but he's like, um, he, I'm supposed to record for him. So I was like, yo, I'm going to Chicago. would love to play this festival with the Minos. Can we record something on Thursday morning? And then he's just like, 
oh man he's like let me check and then he like he's like hey we were not able to record this week but just come by and pick him pick him up i'm like all right so yeah that's right so, i haven't played zildjian's in months so i'm happy about that let me just what know. is wrong with you zildjian <laughs> might as well just get it out <laughs> yeah so um out on that i'm so out on that and i i would actually like to sell all my i i made the decision to just sell them all like yeah sell even i have i have like basically i have a full set of um special dry a, a full kit of special dry like the 21 inch ride a 20 inch crash a 19 inch crash an 18 inch crash and then a bottom hi-hat i don't have the the top hi-hat because it's broken mm. and i just left it in in out there I might if 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 it's in Chicago, I might bring it home and just sell it and be like, hi hat's cracked because I was gonna spend two hundred and fifty bucks or two hundred and eighty bucks and get a hi hat and then sell it as a set. But I'm like, why even do that? Like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not buying Zildjian's anymore. Yeah. And I have a couple others. I think I have an A custom. I think I have a K hybrid. Um, I think I have some others. Yeah, I have. I have a. Uh, uh, I think a medium ride um i have a bunch of different zildjans i want to sell them all though so if you guys are interested use my dm and hit me up i'll sell them all but i don't i kind of want to sell the special drives as a set i don't want to sell them like you can buy this one and buy that one. i might i don't know i might Except for the hi-hat <laughs> the hi-hat yeah you just have you're gonna have to buy your own hi-hats and if you buy the set i might just throw in that bottom hi-hat like or sell it to you for like a hundred bucks or something. Ooh. Um, that's like a two or three hundred dollar symbol. Um, all right. So yeah, so that's happening. Um, I forgot what else I was gonna say. It should be happening. If it doesn't happen, it would whatever. It is what it is. That's um, exciting. Yeah, that the thing is though, I feel really bad because the company that I'm playing right now, I mean, they're getting something out of the deal, you know, like the company that I'm using right now is called Samirna. It's like S Y M R N A. Um, they are literally from Istanbul. Like they're from Turkey. They're Turkish made symbols. Um, they're not out here. Like, I don't think anybody in the world plays them here. So, and they're super nice, dude. I've been playing them exclusively. Like, since I played Istanbul that day, we bought them. The band bought them. And, and like, I've been playing nothing else since then. I finished the whole entire tour. And then when I got home, I just continued using those every single gig that I play. Mm. So they've gotten, they've gotten quite a bit out of the deal. You know, they've gotten like, cause they want, they keep trying to offer me an endorsement and I just don't, I just even hate the word endorsement, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so like, I, they offered me an endorsement then. I told you this story that they were like, hey, we'll give them to you for free if you sign like an exclusive contract with us. And I'm like, no way, dude, no way. So I'm like, but I like them, so I'll just buy them, you know? And I'm not going to sell them. I'll just keep them. But uh, like they hit me up again, like, hey, we'd really like for you like to become a dealer and sell them out of your drum school. And I'm like, you mean my house? Like, I don't have a studio anymore. I found a picture of you on their website. Oh, well, neat. I guess I'm endorsed by them <laughs> wearing, wearing swim trunks, not even in my outfit. Like I literally <laughs> walked off the bus. 
I'm on their website. Yeah, well, it looks like it was a social media post that's just linked okay. through their website. It doesn't say you're an artist. It's just like, check it out. Our symbols yeah. are are, are going to be on stage with Gogol. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I mean. I told them they could do that. I told them you can you can use them. I said, if you sell them to me for this, you can use them. You can use footage from today. Post it on social media and all that stuff because I'm not linked to a company right now. Yeah, they look nice. But he's like, and they, dude, they perform like they really do. They're like, they gave me a pretty versatile setup. I, I, you know, one of the symbols is a jazz symbol. And like, I use that, I've used that on like every like jazz set I've done. And it's, it really is nice sounding symbol. It really is. It's like, I, I would probably continue using that for some of the jazz stuff. Um, and, uh, I, I honestly like they're, they're not bad. The crashes are really nice. I've gotten really used to the ride. Um, it has a nice bell on it, you know. I, I'm still like, still struggling a bit with the hi hats. They, they, I like them actually for what I'm using them for now, like on the pop stuff and stuff. They, they really sound great. So I'm stoked on them. But the, the deal is that like they're on the other side of the world, and it's not like they're in England or like France. They're in Turkey. Yeah, they and probably like, can't give you the the level of support you need on tour. Right. And yeah. so literally like now the the level of support is a little different. Like it's like I really do need support. It's not like every now and then I do a tour with Western Standard or like Hepcat. It's like I'm going to constantly need and I and I also don't know what their lineup is like. I just got what they they brought me. So and to be honest, my sound is a lot different than what the sound is that they have. Like I like really trashy cymbals, like I like, you know, darker cymbals. These are pretty bright. They work great for like the pop stuff and the wedding gig stuff. And they, they definitely work, but I don't, I don't necessarily know if it's my sound, like compared to what I was using before K hybrids and special dries and you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, I was, I kind of like, they're like, Hey, we would love to like get you, you know, to play our stuff. How is it? How's it going? And dude, it's like, dude, how can you, how do you, you know, I just come from a world like when a company is pursuing you, you know, like in the drum world, it's like if a company is like, hey, we want to just like hook you up, like you don't really pass that up. And so I'm not really trying to burn a bridge, but I also like need to be realistic. You yeah. know, I feel like it's being modest. Like I'm not that guy to just be like, send me one of everything and we'll see how it goes. It's <laughs> like from Istanbul, like I'm not that guy. Yeah. And I, I just looking at their lineup, I just don't see a lot of like, my sound in their lineup and also like there isn't really a connection there as far as like a relationship with a company you know like i think that if i'm like touring a lot in europe they could come through especially eastern europe they could come through with some symbols but it's really a company that like no one's even heard of like i've never heard of them because they're not really big out here and the, so they want my help in like making them big out here yeah you know, and I'm totally happy like promoting them on the podcast and talking about them. And they, they gave me a really great, great thing, but I'm not like an exclusive artist for them. Yeah. Well, you would so, be their biggest artist probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, yeah, I just, I'm, I can't with like, I can't do it with a smaller up and coming. I will, as much as I want to, I think that time has passed in my career. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm being honest. Like 
I'm not saying that I need to be an A-level Zildjian guy because I'm not that either. Like I'm not an A-level guy. Like, but I do need, you know, like I understand that I'm going to be paying for what I'm getting. And I understand, but I understand that like I need replacements. I need kind of two, I need two sets of like my tour setup, you know, as like a backup. Like I don't need like I need a setup that I use at home and that's pretty versatile. And then I need like a double setup, like here in the US and a double setup for Europe. You know what I mean? Like, so if something breaks, we have a replacement, we replace the broken one. You know what I mean? That that's, that's what we kind of need. So we need like kind of a lot of symbols. Yeah. And, um, that Google setup needs to live in New York and then it needs to live in Europe. And then I need like basically a similar setup for what I do at home. Mm -hmm. So man, it's like, I need like five sets of symbols. Ooh. And that's, it's quite a lot, you know, and, um, I don't need them for free, but we need to, I need to start building it. You know, I need to like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm getting a set of minors and hoping that they're, they're willing to work with me. And then if that's not, if that's not happening, then like, I, I mean, you know, I said it on the last show that like, I'm a big proponent of buying what you want to use. So if I'm, I'm not going to commit to anything, but if Samirna wants to give me symbols to use in Europe and wants to fly, fly, like, you know, help us out with supplying two sets and showing me some, like a little bit of their like lineup, then I'm, I'm down with that, you know, but. I just, I can't, if they're willing to show some support, if they're willing to give us two sets for us and two sets for Europe, I'm willing to see how it goes, you know, and then I'll just use my minors at home. But if that, that's, if they're going to pull a stupid Zildjian and, and be jerks about it. But from what I hear, it's, it's pretty cool. It's cool. Pretty promising. So, um, sweet, but it is a big major company. So, you know, who knows? I'm just speaking out loud. I don't know what I'm going to do about symbols, but I'll tell you this much. They still haven't broken Phil and I play them every week. Well, that's good. That's, that's yeah. definitely a cut about Zildjian, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. Stupid <laughs> Zildjian. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. All right. Now are you ready to get into it? I'm ready. I have two today, Phil. I trying to hear that right now. I have two today. Uh-oh. What's my biggest pet peeve? What's my biggest soapbox? The biggest soapbox that I have that gets, and don't, it's not touching my symbols because that is a major one, but it's not the biggest one. 
the one, one thing that gets me on a soapbox every time. Um, well, it's related to touching your symbols. I think it's entitled rich people, right? <laughs> Very good, Phil. You do know me. Yes, fast. <laughs> more specifically, more specifically, this is what got us in trouble on our very first episode. <laughs> it's rich fools that decide that they're musicians now. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's rich fools, rich fools that are just like, I can buy anything. So I'm going to be a musician now. <laughs> that is not how it works, Phil. Yeah. <sighs> Played a gig like two weeks, last week, last week or two weeks ago. Uh, so on the Hornblower cruise, which, so let me just start with that. <laughs> can't even, I can't even begin the soapbox without getting on another soapbox. <laughs> First of all, the Hornblower cruise. Yeah. I've been on this. I paid to go on the Hornblower cruise once with my wife, with a big giant group of friends. It was the stupidest worst thing ever. <laughs> it was so stupid. And like I was in a horrible mood the whole time and it was just, it was so dumb. I, oh my gosh. Okay. The day starts out. So I'm playing on the Hornblower cruise. Yeah. This rich fool rents this Hornblower cruise for his birthday party. Okay. His family's there and it's just him. Like it's, I'll get to that in a minute. I pull up. I'm like, I need to load my stuff onto the boat. So, Dude, they make you jump through all kinds. It's like going through the airport with drums. Mm. First, it's the jankiest tub of a boat, you know? And so I, I get in, I, I park somewhere. I'm like, hey, I'm with a band. I need to load in my equipment. They're like, can we see your ID? I'm like, yes, okay. What are you going to be doing on the boat? I'm like, I'm going to be playing drums, okay? So then they're like, I'm like, but can I park right here? They're like, you can do whatever you want. So then I go to pay for parking. It's like only for three hours, but I'm going to be on this thing for like seven hours or six hours. Uh -oh. So I'm like, I can't park here. So my, my buddy Marcel is like, Hey, just pull in the gate. So then I pull up to the gate again. I'm like, Hey, I just need to unload the stuff. I was just here. The guy's like, who are you with? I'm like, I'm with the band. <laughs> it's the same guy. Yes. <laughs> okay, can I see what's in your car? So I roll down the windows. He's like, no, I need you to open everything up. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I open up the back. I'm like, just a bunch of drums. He's like looking in and he's like, all right, let me open the gate for you. So I pull in, right? Dude, I, I pull in and I park where the guy tells, tells me to park. He's like, just pull up straight forward, unload your car. When you're done, you'll, you'll have to pull it out. He's like, just kind of park to the side though. I'm like, all right, cool. So I pull up. There's another guy. He comes, he, he's like walking down the ramp and then I open my door to get out and he's like, okay, so who are you? That's how, that's how he approaches me. Who are you? Dude, I'm ar dude, I'm already pissed off. Like I already have to play one of these stupid janky gigs. I've already had to show my ID and open my car and try to find parking and do all this stuff. I realize I'm playing on the worst hornblower boat you can have. Oh, so I'm like, what are you talking about? Who am I? And he's like, who are you? Like, I'm not exaggerating. This is how he's approaching me. Wow. Coming in hot. I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? Who are you? And he's like, 
I mean, like, what are you doing here? Who are you? What are you with? Who are you with? And I'm like, I'm with the band. I'm like yelling at this point. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, can you move your car forward? Dude, I'm on. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm on nine or 10 at this point. <laughs> well, can you move your car forward? I said, then why don't you say that then? I'm like pointing in his face. <laughs> I'm like, you don't approach me and say, who are you? I'm like, who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm just trying to be friendly. I'm like, oh, that's how you're friendly? That's, who are you? That's friendly. <laughs> I go, who are I'm dude, I'm yelling. Like spit is going in his face. I'm yelling. Nice. Oh, that's how that's friendly? Who are you? I said, you asked me to move my car. I said, you don't ask me who am I? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the heck is wrong with people, dude. And so I like eh, move my car forward, like pull the e-brake, get out, slam the door, start loading my drums. I'm, I'm mean mugging this dude like ends up. This fool's the captain of the boat, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> He's the captain of the boat. Oh, you yelled at the captain <laughs> like full on Phil, like zero to 60 without holding back. Like, who do you think you're freaking talking to? Oh. I don't know you. Who am I? What do you think you're talking to? Yeah. hundred percent. Start loading my card on. He's like, Hey buddy, I didn't mean to offend you, man. I was just trying to like, you know, we got a lot of vendors coming in. I, you know, I, you, I hope you're having a good day, man. Ends up being the nicest guy in the world. Wow. And I just like fully went like, like ham on him, dude. That's amazing. My friend, my friend Melvin calls it, he calls it a uh, Nam show crazy because the same thing happened at Nam show. Like we were standing there watching the band and then these rich fools in suits came up and they're like, oh, this looks like a great place to, to, to stand. And then like, I just zero to 60. Why don't you move me then, bro? Why don't you take off that tie and show me how to show me where I should go? Like I started getting in his face. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm not a fighter, you know, like I've been in fights and all that stuff, but I cannot handle these entitled idiots that speak their mind and they're not going to back it up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, so I went Nam show crazy on the captain of the boat. That's amazing. Don't come at me with who are you though? Yeah. You know, like maybe go, Hey man, how's it going? Hey, who are you with? Oh, you're with the band. Okay. Would you mind moving your car forward? That's how you'd be friendly. Yeah. You don't come up. Who are you? <laughs> like, so he ends up being super cool. He's like, Hey man, I didn't mean anything by that. You like apologizing up and down. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, sometimes, sometimes Phil, like you got to check fools and let them know that like, like I don't claim to be the alpha, but sometimes you got to let people know you're like, you're not going to alpha me, you yeah. know, like this behavior gonna, will not fly. No, I don't roll like that, dude. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I do not roll like that. So um, he ends up bringing like a giant fan. He's the nicest guy ever, dude. He's the nicest. And I'm just like, hey, man, I'm sorry too. just misunderstood. I didn't mean it like that. And we were all good. He's like, no, man, it's all good. We're happy to have you guys on. You know, I just just was trying to be friendly. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's all good, man. All good. And so I just continue on. Dude, the boat is like 1,000 degrees. Oh. It is so hot. I'm, I, I show up to this gig like in shorts and a t-shirt. My shirt is drenched, just setting up my drums, 
drenched. Okay. It's burning up on the boat. I don't, I'm like, is the AC on? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, it's on full blast, man. I'm like, why didn't you guys get here at like two o'clock and turn the AC on so it's cooled down by the time everybody gets here? <laughs> you know, whatever. They're, they okay. probably turn it on for the guests, but not the, not the workers. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm already, I've, I've like, I've already had it. All right. Mm. Then the musicians on this gig, like, I know all the horn players, but this, okay, so so let me paint the picture of this guy that's having this gig. So first of all, it's a white party. So, and I don't mean like whites only party. <laughs> <laughs> Although it kind of seemed like it once you saw the demographic, Phil. But like, <laughs> except for the band uh, and the people that were like doing the dishes, yeah. this was indeed a white party, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> But no, it was a white party. So like you, you have to you had to wear white too. You had to wear white. Everyone had to wear white. So oh. I had to go and buy white jeans. I had to like, you know, I had to go and you know, like put together a white outfit. Like I have white clothes, but like I wanted to look, you know, it was with Marcel, so it's like he, he, you have to go a little bit. You have to look sharp on Marcel Marcel's gig. You have to like kind of look modern. So I like I have like white dickies. I don't want to just wear white dickies on like a gig. So I went and got some like hip kind of jeans that were all white that I'll never wear unless there's another white party. Yeah, I've got I think I have some white pants in my closet for the same reason. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So you know, I know like half the musicians, like, but this guy is so self-indulgent. First of all, everybody has to wear white. Second of all, he he's he wants He's just, he's just, we're just there to impress people. Like, it, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. He has four horns, okay? Sax, trumpet, two trombones. Two, How does that make sense? Two trombones. Yes, Sax, two trombones. trumpet, two, two trombones. trombones. Yes. Are they different just register? Be, no. Not Same. bass trombone, regular trombone. No, just... He doesn't know. He's just like, I just want four horns. Doesn't care what it is. Has huh. to have four horns because he has to have a horn section on this boat for his stupid birthday. All right. The bass player and the organ player. Organ player's great. Church dude, great. Bass player's great. Play it like had a nice tone. You know, really cool. Guitar player's great. You know the guitar player very well. He's great. He's great. Wonderful. Amazing guitar player. But you get these three dudes together. And now we're reharming reharms and everybody's trying to outdo the other person. So now it just sounds like jambalaya, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just the organ the piano players playing some random lick. The bass players trying to play off of that, but then he's not actually playing the right part of the chart that he's trying to read. And the guitar player, it's a disaster, dude. <laughs> it's a disaster. That's besides the point. Then then we have the rich guy whose who's thing this is. Okay, so the wife doesn't hesitate to tell us that she spent $45,000 to rent the boat and to have it catered. Cool. Not counting the band, not counting everything else. Forty-five grand. Yeah. Seems, seems so reasonable. Yeah, seems reasonable. So she comes up in her little dress with a sailor hat on because it's boat and it's white. And she's like, hi, I'm the hostess. And so um, you guys will be answering to me and like just so pretentious and rich. Sweet. Trying to fit in, trying to sound cool. 
It's a good start. Let's talk about let's talk about the the guy though. The guy. Okay. okay. This dude. Oh my gosh, this dude. This dude is just the cookie cutter of me getting on a soapbox. Everything is it's about him because it's his birthday. Everything though is about him being a guitar player. Oh boy. So he has little cookies that are made in guitar shapes. He has cupcakes with a picture of like a silhouette of him playing guitar. He it's all guitar, okay? Yeah. He's hired this band and it's in the contract that we have to play with him or he has to play with us. Okay. Not only that, it's in the contract or he calls ahead to have the guitar player that you know very well. It's a college graduate, a phenomenal jazz guitar player, phenomenal, amazing guitar player. Amazing. Yeah. That guitar player has to set up his equipment. The host, his birthday party. This guy has to set up his stuff, plug it in, plug in his pedals, make sure his guitar is tuned, all of that. Okay. So now he's his roadie. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we we start, right? They come in. I first of all I see him. Yeah, like I see him when I'm loading in when I'm yelling at the guy, the who are you guy? Yeah. I see him talking to one of the other musicians. Well, yeah, you know, I play bass and I play guitar and you know, like I have a band, you know, a lot of my guys will be here and like, you know, they'll be here tonight, but you know, I didn't want my band to play because like, I just want like, you know, I just want like to, to enjoy the party and like, but I just want to sit in with like you guys, you know, and show you what I got, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Man. Okay. So we do our sound check. He's coming in watching like, yeah, man, you guys sound great, man. Yeah, you guys sound great. Uh, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know when it's time to play my songs, you know, and then like, we'll just like do it. I'm like, sweet, sweet, dude. Cool. All right. So I'm like, I'm downstairs, like telling the band, dude, this is one of my biggest pet peeves, dude. And they're like, Marcel's like, hey, you know, it's in the contract, right? So you're getting paid. Just I'm like, no, I know, dude. Like, I'm going to do my job. I'm just letting you know. This situation has got me in trouble before because I can't handle it. <laughs> we start off the night like he's like, so, hey, we're going to do like an open toast. And then like, then I'll just like come up and play. He wants to play that song. Like, I always thought it was ZZ Top, but it's not. It's like, give me all your loving. I'm an, I'm an, I'm a it sounds like ZZ Top, dude. Just okay. 16 notes. That kind of like steady you know, eighth notes or 16 notes on the bass. Dun, 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 uh -huh. dun, you know, that you. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Four horns, four horns for that kind of song. Phil. Totally necessary. <laughs> no horns in any of these songs. Like, Hey, can you play like sharp dressed man by ZZ top? Sweet. No horns in that, but she's so glad you got two trombones. <laughs> so everybody right. comes in, welcomes. We start playing uh Lenny Kravitz song. Not one of the songs that he plays. Okay. okay, guitar player, our guitar player is doing a solo. Dude can't handle it. Goes up, dra grabs his guitar, and it's just like that kind of solo. Sweet. Just guitar center, school of rock, kind of amateur, like, you know, I don't know what the word is. Like, just so juvenile, but okay. soloing. Of course, all his friends are just, oh, dude, look at he's playing guitar. Oh, 
It's amazing. <laughs> Meanwhile, this educated guitar player reading charts in front of him, college educated music director is yeah. standing there like, okay, okay, I guess you can solo now over my solo. Nice. Yeah. And then finishes his solo like, yeah, and puts it down. Does and then the guitar player, our guitar player, I go, dude, I don't know how you do it, bro. I go, I just, I couldn't, I just can't. He's like, yeah, he goes, I had to get on the phone with him. And he's like, he wanted to talk me through like setting up his equipment. And I'm just like, oh my God, dude. I hope you got extra for that. <laughs> he goes, he, I think he did, but he goes, yeah. So he calls me and he goes, I go, hello. And he's like, Hey, are you so-and-so? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, you're the guitar player. He's like, yeah. And he's like, so like, I got like 50 guitars. <laughs> that's, the <laughs> that's how he starts the, the first thing he says i got like 50 guitars like, are you uh, bringing I, all of them <laughs> yeah uh, you know i got like a telecaster and like you know i got like this guitar and that guitar you know i spent like i, I spent a lot of money on guitars and like you know like and wait so the, what the, is this event is this like a birthday party it's his, or? Bir it's his birthday party okay. his birthday party yes so he Dude, it's it's just everything. So okay, we have to play the "Give Me All Your Lovin'" kind of whatever that song is called. I forgot what it's called. Um, oh, you're kissing, hugging too. It's on. It's on. Um, Back to the Future too, I think. Okay. Anyways, we play that. Oh no, he has to give this speech, and it's it's his wife, and she's like, "It's the it's the worst, dude." Oh my gosh, <laughs> his kids are there. They're, they're all their friends are there. She's like, you know, every year I try to throw a better party and I spent a lot of money on this one and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we just, we, we thought that, you know, the first time I met him, it was like, we saw a boat. And so we just thought the best way to do this is for his 55th birthday to just have it on a boat. And I'm like rolling my eyes, like there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just like, it's just so indulgent. It's so indulgent, mm -hmm. you know? And so he's just like, you know, and, and I don't know. So then we have to go into that, that ZZ top sounding song. So I, and then he's singing it and playing it, Sweet. bro. I can't even tell you. Meanwhile, we got the bass player and the piano player trying to reharm everything. Then this guy like jun, 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 singing in the, like such a wrong key that he's almost like on the harmony. <laughs> like it's, it's a mess, dude. It's a mess. <laughs> and he doesn't know when to end. He's in the wrong part. He's looking around like, what do I do? And then we just like end the song. Okay. But when they cut the cake, sing happy birthday to him. Then we need to play, uh, play that funky music, white boy. Now he's going to play oh. bass on that song. Of course. My favorite song. <laughs> of course. My favorite song. He has to play bass on that one. If I do a drum fill remotely, off like 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 you know a polyrhythmic type of simple but he, like he just wants pat boone debbie boone yes <laughs> yes if i do anything other than that he is lost dude he is way lost by the way singing play that funky music white boy too so oh. off he's almost in another key can't even i mean it is so bad it is so bad and meanwhile this yeah dude i have a band okay that leads me to my next point. His band is there. 
or his musician buddies oh who boy. are probably accountants or like venture capitalists that are like, oh, I want to be cool too. I'm a musician. I'm cool. I'm part of you guys. I'm, I know what's up. Okay. So I'm like staying away from everybody. I'm going to get my food. I'm walking through the buffet. The drummer stops me. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, dude. He's like, <laughs> uh, like that kit, dude. What, like, yeah, dude. What's up? And I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah, dude. So like, I'm a drummer too. I'm like, I, dude, I'm seriously like, I'm on one. So I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like, kind of, I'm proud of you. Like, what? <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Because drummers don't say that. <laughs> I don't care if you play drums. You're not a drummer, dude. And I'm all about camaraderie over competition. Not with that fool. <laughs> you don't come up to me and be like, yeah, dude. So I'm a drummer too, just so you know. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a drummer. Yeah. And he, I go, I go, not like, hey, dude, you sound great. Or he did say, yeah, you sound great. But he's like, yeah, dude, I'm a drummer. I'm like, cool. Go and get my freaking broccoli. And then he's like, dude, yeah, I just, I, I really want to like, yeah, I just seen you play, man. I really want to go up there and like play. Like basically trying to invite himself up to sit in. Oh boy. I'm like, mm -mm -mm. nope, it's not part of my contract. It's part of your boy's contract on guitar, but not mine. No, you're not going to come up and play my drums. I don't care if you think you're a drummer. Oh, so yeah. he's just waiting for the opportunity, waiting for the, like who's who first of all says, yeah, dude, I just want to do that, man. I just want to get up there and like play tonight. Like I just like basically like I'm just waiting for the invitation, bro. Oh boy. Like Phil, I wouldn't even do that on your gig. Like, and I know you. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that on anyone's gig. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be like, yo, Phil, like, let me sit in. Like, no drummers, no, no actual drummers do that. Yeah. And dude, it's just the whole night is like this. It's like the dude is just so bad. He's it's like, and so I'm like telling the guys, like, I just I don't get this. I don't get this. Like you have money, you have your cute little band and you, you, you pay all these thousands of dollars to have a band. Dude, we got paid well, like really, really well. You pay top dollar to have a band on your boat and just so you could like sit in, just so you could, just, just so you could basically be the star of the show. Every time he comes in, the whole crowd is there. When we're playing on our own, nobody's in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we're playing, when he's playing with us, everybody's there and they're just like, Oh, he's amazing. He's so much better than the real guitar player who has a college education in music. Well, they're just excited for his birthday and they're there. I for don't care. Yeah. I don't care, man. You're I not a you musician, <laughs> dude. I, I, I've said it a million times, dude. I don't, I don't go to a, a garage and be like, well, I know how to put gas in my car. So, I guess I'm a mechanic, so like, let me just go and like work on this car for you because I know how to spin a wrench. <laughs> you know, like I know how to make hamburger helper, so I guess I'm a freaking chef. So I'm just gonna go to the restaurant that I'm eating at and be like, "Yo, let me chop that up and grill it up for you," since I know how to make hamburger helper. That dude plays the equivalent of hamburger helper. <laughs> You're not a musician, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh that is so good it's the 
You yeah. can't, you, you, like rich guys. If you're a rich guy and you're listening to this show, just because you have the money to like learn bar chords and like, you know, you take some lessons and you decide that you are a musician now, you don't get to decide that. You don't get to decide that. Yeah. You know, you decided to get into venture capitalism or you decided to get into business stuff. All right. Yeah. We decided on being musicians. We'll decide if you're a musician or not. And basically, if you're deciding that you're a musician, let all the musicians in the world that listen to this show let you know right now you're not. You're hamburger helper. Okay? <laughs> like we are artists. You're not. You're not. So go have your little band of rich guys and play. And, you know, come up to us and be like, hey, you guys sound great. I wish I could do what you do. But don't hire us so you can do what you do. Or hire us so you can do what we do. That's not how it works. And we have zero respect for you. <laughs> I Seriously, we, we're making fun of you backstage. We are literally making fun of... I'm doing polyrhythmic drum fills. I'm doing fills in five, fills in seven to throw you off on purpose. Oh, man. I'm, I'm seriously doing that on purpose. And all the reharms probably for the same We're reason. We're on purpose. Yeah. Yes. When you when you come up, if you're a karaoke singer and you think that you're going to sing in the band and the band goes, cool, what's, what key do you do that in? We're not asking. We can figure out what key it is. We're asking you that to make you feel dumb because you're not a musician. Dang. It's, it's the facts, dude. All the, every musician... When you come up and you're like, I sing. The guy that plays Melodico, by the way, I saw that guy at the Oceanside um, uh, Market. Sunset Market. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Saw that guy, cruised up with his Melodica, asked the band if he could sit in, and they were like, nah, bro. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You don't know what key it is? It's because you're not a musician, you idiot. Oh my God. Start a band like we did. You know what I did when I wanted to become a musician? I started practicing every day and I started a band with my friends and I yeah. worked my way up to where I am now. I didn't hire the band and be like, it's part of your contract. I get to sit in with you. That's stupid rich guy move. Stop it. Get yeah. off our gigs, dude. <laughs> well, I feel sit like they're like all the other rich people and buy us a drink. I feel like they, all, all, all there needs to be is a, a proper distinction where they they convey that they know they're a hobbyist. Yeah. And you not. know what happens with musicians? If you're an actual musician, the other musicians will invite you up to sit in. If yeah. you're not getting invited up, you don't invite yourself up. You don't come up to me and be like, hey, dude, I wish I could get up there and do it. Like, can you just like, that's not how it works. Real drummers don't do that. Yeah. Real, real drummers admire what the other drummer's doing and the sound of his equipment and go, man, you sound great. And then that drummer, if he knows you're a real drummer, goes, oh, thanks, man. Hey, do you want to sit in? If it's cool with the band, I'll let you sit in. Notice that I didn't do that to you mm -hmm. because you're not a real drummer, you dumb idiot. You dumb idiot. <laughs> After the show, he tried again. So I'm packing up my stuff and then he's kind of hovering around like a fly. And then he goes... <laughs> Seriously, bro, isn't this the best invention that they ever made? And he points to my Porter and Davies. And I'm like, yep, sure is. Like, stop talking to me. I'm trying to get my symbols packed up. Oh. And then he's like, yeah, I have one of those. He's, I mean, so adamant. Yeah, I know. I have one of those. I have one. And I'm like, super proud of you. 
keep packing up my stuff. Did you say that? Yes, <laughs> Phil. Yes. I don't care anymore, Phil. Super proud of you. Yep. Super proud of you, dude. Does it still, it still doesn't make you a musician, dude. You're a beautiful bride. <laughs> yep. Literally my attitude. Literally my attitude. Stop talking to me. You're not a real drummer. Shut up. Stop talking. To yes. Me. <laughs> All right. I'm sick of these guys, dude. Sick of these guys. That's it. I ain't trying to hear did, that right did now. The rest, Freaking hamburger helper, dude. Did the, did the rest of his band get to sit in? No. Oh, good. No. Okay, now, now that soapbox is done, the guy was actually really nice. <laughs> 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 they, they were trying so hard to be cool with the band. Like, they're downstairs in the dressing room, and that's another pet peeve of mine where I'm like, just leave us alone. Like, we're on break, dude. We're working here. But the wife started telling us, yeah, well, we had to have a meeting because I knew if we had a band here and my husband was sitting in that all the other musicians would expect to sit in. So she's like, I had to go to them and say, listen, we're hiring a professional band. These guys are professional. They're full-time musicians. They're getting paid to be there. And that is not what you do. You are not a professional. So you are not allowed to sit in with the band. You're not allowed to go up to them and ask if you could sit in. She's like, we're not hiring your band. Your band is not playing. We're hiring that band. So if you're not a professional musician, you don't get to sit in with the band. She had to like make it clear to them. Whoa. Well, that's cool. She did that. And I was like, that's big. And she's like, yeah, it's, it doesn't work that way. I said, you want to know the for sure way to piss off musicians? Have other musicians try to play their equipment. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I said, I, and she's, I said, I already had one guy ask. And she's like, yeah, that's not happening. She's like, none of them are allowed to sit in. That's so funny. And I'm like, good. I'm like, good. And then at the end of the night, he handed us each an envelope and he tipped us really, really well, man. Like he tipped us, he tipped us really like generously, very generously. Aww. And it, it changed my attitude. Cause then I was like, Hey man, thank you so much. Like, you didn't have to do that. That that was like the extra like, hey, I'm sitting in. I know it's kind of novelty and like, let me make it worth your while. See, next time they should just give you that envelope at the beginning of the gig and then yeah. you'll everyone on the band will have a better vibe about it. I would be it. like, dude, you want to play my drums? Like you, You'll give him you, Pat Boone, Debbie Boone all night. Yeah, yeah. No, no reharms. <laughs> I just had such a bad attitude, dude. He was, they ended up being really cool. They were, they were actually really nice. They were super appreciative. Oh, and, um, and so, you know, I did feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I did feel bad. <laughs> but dude, it still doesn't change the fact. It still doesn't change the fact. Like it really pisses me off. These rich fools, dude, stop sitting in with us. It yeah. stop. It's not even sitting in. Like I've been at a wedding before and like drunk uncles, like, Hey, you know, the groom plays guitar and then dad wants to play. And then uncle John is like, Hey, you know, we, we all play this song together. Can I play your drums? And then I'm just like, ah, yeah, I guess, you know, like if you really know how to play, I guess, but usually I have an inner setup. I have the Porter and Davies. Like I have a whole thing here that you can't just jump on my drums. Yeah. And like, I, that's different. That's different. But like the rich guy that puts it in the contract that he sits in with you, 
I don't know about that, bro. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I it's yeah. All right, Phil. I have to do this one more. I got one more thing to get off my chest. All right. I still feel like since I got back home, like I've just dropped all of the like Europe overseas soapboxes because I've had so many soapboxes since I got home with all these janky gigs. Yeah, I know. We I feel like we <laughs> haven't really unpacked your whole trip. Yeah. But it's because, dude, I immediately got home and started doing schmucky metal stuff and other band stuff. And it's just like, dude, you know what? Those those bring those bring the ruckus. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Gosh. All right. There's another thing that is getting me on one. And it's 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 again, it's in the same line with these pretentious, entitled losers that keep taking advantage of us. What happened? I played at this place in Rancho del Oro, like kind of basically Del Mar, but inland um, in between like Escondido and Encinitas or Del Mar, like in between there, like uh -huh. in the Canyon and um, played there. It was like on like the hottest day of the heat wave, like Ooh. the hottest day. Obviously, if that's the day they booked their wedding, they can't change that. But you could be reasonable. Mm -hmm. All right. So like I set up, it's outdoors, no shade. No shade. Schmucky oh, Metals has a policy. If it's over 90 degrees, I, th I think it's over 80 degrees, but if it's over 90 degrees, I, I'm going to just say they have to provide shade or they have to move it inside. Yeah. You know? So it's way over that, dude. It's like 100 degrees. It, it's so hot and it's outdoors, no shade. <laughs> okay. I show up setting up my drums. Now my drums have to sit in the smeltering heat. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, they'll probably just have cocktail hour over here. Oh, no, no. Cocktail hour is on the lawn, like on the complete other side, like the backside of this resort. Basically, I have to like drive there. Oh, boy. So, and then I have to like bring basically half of my kit for cocktail hour. Oh, boy. Like I have to turn my floor tom into a kick drum. I have to bring my snare, my hi-hat, my snare stand, my kick pedal, a simple stand, my throne. Like I have to bring all of this majority of my kit. So I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? So I'm like pissed off about that. So we go, I go to the other side of the resort, set up over there. Then I like, we finish, we play over at the other side. I'm like irritated, you know, like we're getting compensated for it, but not much. You know, my, my soapbox is though, same thing happened on my gig on Friday. Every single time these people, it's a certain type of people, but these people were, were approaching the end of the gig and then they're like, we would like for you guys to play an extra 10 minutes. Ooh. And I'm like, no, our contract ends at 10. We don't stop at 10, 10. Our contract ends at 10. So if you want us to go over 10 o'clock, then you have to pay overtime. That's in the contract. Yeah. You have to. So if we play an extra 10 minutes, you still have to pay for an hour of overtime. It's a hundred bucks each. Woo. And that's it. It's in the contract. So we'll pl gladly play for another hour. And then if you want another hour, it's another hundred bucks. Okay. So 
you want 10 minutes, it's still overtime. Don't come up to us and be like, hey, can you guys just play a few extras? Because that's not what it says on our contract. Not to mention, I've been here since three o'clock in the smeltering heat. <laughs> and I've seen this dude. I saw this. I watched this dude all day. He walked around to every one of the vendors, every one of the people in charge, trying to get more, trying to squeeze a little bit more out of them. I saw him with the caterers. We explicitly told you that we wanted this done so that afterward he can complain and try to get a discount. Yeah. You know, I don't play that dude. And it's not me, my band. So he walked, I saw him with the photographers. Hey, we want this. It, this needs to be done right now. You know, I explicitly meant, you know, it's, it's that all night with the band. Hey, we want this to, to, to happen, you know? And like, so I saw him talking to Palomino and Melvin Palomino is always quick to be like, let's just do it. And I'm like, no, dude, <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. Like some of the other musicians, there's a contract for a reason. If you let this happen, they just keep taking more and more and more and more until we're getting screwed over. Yeah. I don't care if it's 10 minutes, we need to get paid for that period. So he's like, dude, we, like Melvin's like, well, we're already getting paid extra. And I'm like, we're getting paid extra because of the two different sections, the two different things of like, we had to set up for cocktail hour way on the other side of the place. And it was in the heat. We got paid extra for that. That's not overtime. Yeah. If you want us to play more then you have to pay for it. It's as simple as that. We don't work for free. So they're like, all right, all right. And I, dude, I'm being a stickler. Like, I'm like, no, it's, <laughs> it's simple. You want more, you pay for it. Yeah. You know, you want an extra slice of pizza, you got to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so the guys like, they're like negotiating. Okay. Well, we normally get paid overtime. He's like, all right, well, I'll pay you. And then we're like, I go, it's a hundred bucks each. You know, I go, I'm, I'm willing to like be reasonable. Like if he wants to just give us like cash or Venmo us or something, you know, I'm not saying you have to pay us, but you, I mean, uh, a hundred bucks, but I'm like, you got to give us something. If you want 10 minutes, you, you got to pay us something. You can't just be like, could you guys just play for a little bit extra? Because that's not what happened. That's not what happens. Yeah. So he negotiates. All right, I'll give you guys like 40 bucks each. So we're like, all right, cool. Like I'm glad I'm happy to do it for more money. Yeah. And then guess what happens after 10 minutes, we play the two songs that he wants. And then he's like, yeah, no, keep it going. Keep it going. I'm like, no, you have to pay extra. Yeah. Can you guys just play one more song? I'm like, yeah, for extra. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I'll make it an even 50 for everyone. I'm like, sweet. Let's go. One, two, three, four. Let's start playing. And so I'm like sticking like the rest of the band is kind of mad with me because I'm like, no, but I'm like, what are you complaining about fool? You got a 50 bucks too. Yeah. And so like, but I'm like, you see what happens? I said, we did his extra song and dude, the worst songs ever, dude, the worst songs ever. It's sweet Caroline uptown funk and freaking shout. That's what this dude paid $50 each for. The worst. That's not worth fifty bucks for me, dude. <laughs> there's some. I mean, there's some. Those are crowd pleasers. They, they work every single time. Every single time, the crowd likes it. I swear. Oh my gosh, dude. And so I was like, I told. So I told Nick 
this dude that like he he had to stay for another two hours and DJ at their after party. So I said, I would not press play on that DJ set until he Venmos you. I said, because he's going to dip out and he's going to be like, oh, I forgot, you know, and then we did what he wanted. I said, I just know how these types are. And so he negotiated it like he, he was like, we'll, we'll be fine. He's like, I'm going to, I'll make sure we get it. And then it, I was like, for sure, planning on waking up and being like, yes, you'll never guess what happened. You know, but yeah. I'm like, nope, he pulled through. What's your Venmo? I'm like, good. And then Friday, same thing. We're, we're finished with the gig. One more song, one more song. And it wasn't Smoky Metal, so I couldn't like, I had no legs to stand on because I don't know their policy. Uh. And so I'm like, so then Melvin's like, dude, why aren't you complaining about this gig? You should be getting more money, right? And I'm oh, like, why boy. are you complaining at me when you got extra money too, didn't you? He's like, it's the same principle. I'm like, yeah, it is. We played an extra 10 minutes. I know, but what can I do? And so I said it to the singer, like, you know, we did an LDB gig and the same thing happened and we got paid extra. She's just like, she just kind of smiled and I'm like, I'm tired of that. Yeah. Stop taking advantage of musicians, dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the same situation. It's a rich dude that, you know, <clears throat> I'm just tired. I'm so tired of wedding gigs, dude. Yeah. It's like every little thing a, pisses me if off. If you had a house painter paint your house and then when they got done, you were like, actually, could you paint my shed too while you're at it? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's and only like 10% to, more. Yeah. You could, that's free though, right? I don't have to pay extra. You don't yeah. have to pay your hourly rate or anything, right? I mean, you're here and like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's only a small portion, yeah. but it's still part of it. I'll order a you coffee know? and then um, could I get an extra shot of espresso for free yeah, though? You can't. You have to pay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what I'm saying. You, you, you know, it's like, no, keep the party going. Dude, you idiots decided to like give 10 minute speeches. And then when we started the dance set, you guys danced for one or two songs and then decided to go have a drink and get in conversations with your band. And now that we're approaching the end, you guys want to dance because you have a buzz and you want to party, but now the party's over. That's not our fault. Mm -hmm. If you want the party to continue, you got to pay for it. Yeah. And you can't sit in. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear that right now. <sighs> Idiots. <laughs> Oh, well, Phil, man, I really, those, those couldn't wait. Those yeah. couldn't, we had to do a show this week because I had to get those out. I feel you. <sighs> Rich guys trying to sit in. Can't even play, play that funky music. Why would you want to play that song anyway, Phil? I don't. Gosh. Give me all your loving, all your hugs and kisses too. We need four horns for that. That kind of song. We didn't play it, but it was that kind of song. Yeah. Some oh, that's Give Me All You're Loving? Yeah, that's a different one. Classic that's rock. The, yeah. Full classic rock gig, dude. Horns everywhere. Full classic rock. <laughs> Horns all over the place in that. Yeah. Yeah. So dumb. Um, The band actually wasn't bad. They were all good musicians. Like, we played, like, some jazz tunes, and they were right there. Like, we played, like, The Chicken. They were nice. right there, you know, but... It was just like, it was just kind of a mess when everybody is like just trying to impress each other. 
that drives that drives me nuts. But anyways, yeah. I'm really happy to be working, man. I you know as much as I complain, I do like that we're I'm making some money and you know glad to be doing a fly out this weekend. And, That's uh, rad. I do appreciate what I do. I just am so burnt out on weddings and like casuals, you know, corporate gigs and stuff. The thing about becoming a DJ, I don't have to care so much. Yeah. I just hit space bar, run my playlist down. Pretend you're doing stuff with your hands. Yeah. Like holding my hand to my ear like I'm listening to the next track, waiting for the beat to drop. Just hit like beep, 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 beep every once in a while. Yeah. I, you, I feel like that'd be fun. Just need a laptop and a sample pad. Yeah. <laughs> Just playing playing games on my, my iPad while I'm playing, you know. I'm just kidding. I know there's real DJs that do. No, there do isn't, it right. Phil. No, no, no. You're no. not going to convince me of that. They're real space bar hitters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. If you're mixing and you're scratching and you're doing all that kind of stuff, then yes, you're a real DJ. Yeah. But if you're a guy that puts a USB stick in in for the front of the house, guys, and then. They hit play for you and you're acting like you're doing stuff. You're like a rich guy that wants to sit in with bands. It's true. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 133. I'm Corey Kingston. That's Funky Phil. Um, support our friends, John, Caldwell, and Jeremy. Jeremy from Q Drums, John from Revolution. Support the Drum Brigade. Drumbrigade.com for all that stuff. Buy us some shirts. Buy all that stuff. It's dope. It's dope, man. Show your love. Funky Phil's wearing one. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great week. Phil, thank you. Thank you, Corey. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a legend. You know, how do you work on that? It's just not that funky, honestly. This whole sucks. I kind of draw the line at poop. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe. Yeah.